0: Helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian certified counselor and award winning psychotherapist. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Life Transformation Show. This week's show is titled Adult Daughters of Controlling Fathers. In the first part of the series, we said that there were three possible types of daughters where a father is controlling and manipulative. One, the favorite. Two, the rebellious. And three, the passive Daughters In homes where there are fewer than three or more than three daughters, the daughters will fall into one of these three categories. In last week's show, we explained at length and gave examples of the types of behaviors that are typical controlling behaviors. Last week, we also covered the first type of daughters, their favorite. If you missed last week's show, you can listen to it by going to our our YouTube channel just by searching Elam Counseling Services in YouTube and search or just search for Daughters of Controlling Fathers Part 1. Now, to this week's show. In this week's show, we will be covering the second type of daughters, the rebellious daughter. In next week's show, part three, we will cover the passive daughter as well as look at strategies that will help daughters navigate their relationship with controlling fathers. And these relationships can be very troubling relationships, For daughters who find themselves with a a controlling father. It is important to to note that this show is not a knock against fathers who care and express appropriate concerns uh, about their adult daughters' lives and give appropriate advice. In last week's show, one of the examples we gave to differentiate between controlling fathers and a caring father was that of helping an adult daughter to buy her first car. And this example uh, captures it quite well, the difference between what is controlling and what is not. Whereby in a car is concerned, a caring father will give advice based on his experience and based on his knowledge. And then he will sit back and allow his adult daughter to make her own decision. When it comes to a controlling father, you're looking at a very different type of scenario. A controlling father will not only give advice advice, but he expects that his daughter will purchase the car he recommended, and sometimes even the car that he likes. And if she does not, he will be angry, and he will stonewall stonewall her if she does not do exactly what he suggested. For those of you who are not familiar with the term stonewalling, this means that he will give her the cold shoulder, punish her by withdrawing his attention and his care for her. So, that's a big difference. The same scenario, but two very different reactions. Controlling fathers are also overly involved in their daughters' marriages or romantic relationships. They compete with time or sometimes they even sabotage the relationship of their daughters through selfish actions and criticism of their daughter's husband or partner. As For those of you who have watched this show, you know that we like to use biblical examples to, to capture the essence of what we are trying to communicate. So, a good biblical example of a controlling father is Laban, Jacob's uncle. In Genesis chapter 29, we see that Laban took over his daughter Rachel's wedding by deceiving her husband, Jacob, into marrying her sister, his other daughter, Leah, instead. So, here we have a situation where Rachel has no voice. She has to do exactly what her father said, and he took over the planning of the wedding, and Jacob was totally unaware that the wedding that was being planned, this massive celebration that was lasting for one week, that he was getting married to the older daughter Leah and not the younger. And so we also see how Laban is controlling in in genesis chapter 31 verse 43 when he tells jacob that he owns his daughters and their children no that's serious control when you're saying to your your son-in-law that I own your wife and I own your children. And so this is the extent to which Laban believed that his adult daughters were part of his life. They did not have self-autonomy. They had to do what he wanted and he had this sense that he was entitled to do whatever he wanted with them and with their children. He said he owned their children. But we also see in Genesis 31, 15, that Laban had also full control over his daughter's assets. Both women express that he had used their bridal price for his selfish purposes. In biblical times, the bridal price that is paid by the, the, by the groom for the bride was meant to be given to the daughters as a kind of insurance if her husband should die prematurely uh, in war uh, or by any other means. But in the case of Laban, he had control over his daughter's bridal price. And the girls in chapter 31 15 complained that he has used he had used their bridal So that's some serious control when you know you're even controlling the bank accounts, the the, the money that belong to your adult daughter. So let's now talk about the, the rebellious daughter. What are some of the characteristics, some of the things that you will find in situations where there is a controlling father and a daughter who is rebellious. The rebellious child differs from her siblings, if there are other siblings in the household, in that she is usually the strong-willed child. Last week, we talked about the favorite. So, the favorite wants to be loved, and so this need to be loved by her father uh, makes her comply to all his wishes. And she, she sees in her father that She believes her father can do no wrong because if she complains or don't do exactly what he wants, the favorite will feel that that love that makes them the favorite is going to be withdrawn. But with the strong-willed child, the rebellious child doesn't care. The rebellious child is strong-willed and resents the control. We know from studies that have been done that where you have authoritarian parents and a controlling father is a, is an authoritarian parent. A parent who believes that children or, 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 or children of his, even if they're adults, should do exactly what he wants. No question asked. No room for self-autonomy. So this creates a conflict between the father and the strong-willed child who, who will rebel against the father's attempt to control and manipulate their life. And, and so it creates this constant conflict and there are often arguments and, and the conflict between the strong-willed child, the, the rebellious child and the father. So this creates distance between the father and the strong-willed child. And rebellion may take may take many different forms rebellion can include uh, skipping school in in younger years as the child grows and becomes and goes into adulthood it it takes different forms such as not wanting anything to do with the father or doing the exact opposite of what the father recommends, even if it means that they're putting themselves at a disadvantage. In younger years, it means also breaking house rules. So, you will see these tendencies in the rebellious child from a young age. She will will break house rules, she will skip school, and she will do the opposite of what the father wants her to do. Now, what this sets up for the rebellious daughter is that it creates a void for male attention. Because she's always at odds with her father, and her father gives attention to the other daughters who are more more passive or seeking his love and affirmation by doing what he wants, the rebellious daughter often feels unloved. Her her father, who is controlling, is often very critical of her and her behavior. And so, this creates a, a, a void for male attention. As a result of this, the rebellious daughter will seek to fill that void for male attention in males outside the home. So, she may find herself, uh, involved in many different male relationships. She may become promiscuous because she's seeking to find love in the wrong way. And she's seeking to, to feel love. And so sexual activity may give this, this promise of finding the love that she desperately want in a male. But as we know from Uh, people who have gone down that road of promiscuity, it's it's a counterfeit. And this, this promiscuity will lead to her feeling more hurt, more rejected, more empty than when she started seeking male attention. In later years, because of her lack of a father figure in her life, the rebellious child might might find herself in a relationship with a much older person who fits more the role of a father than 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 that of a partner and so this is all out of that need to fill the void that has been been created by by not having the love of a father now when it comes to romantic relationships, it's also important to see how the controlling father sets up the daughter for dysfunctional relationship. The rebellious daughter will also gravitate towards men who are passive. So, we see an example of this in the story of Jezebel and King Ahab. Jezebel is this very a strong woman who doesn't play by the rules. We we see that in the in the story of Naboth's garden, where she didn't care that he owned this garden and that there was a proper procedure to go through if she wanted him to sell his garden. No, she said, "No, you are Ahab. You are the king." You don't understand it. You have the power. You should be able to do what you want. So for the rebellious daughter, having this sense of power is very, very important. And so we see Jezebel expressing that kind of power. But this need for power mean that means that they cannot gravitate towards men who are confident and men who are assertive. The, the the rebellious daughter will gravitate towards passive men they will seek out passive men and will seek see, seek to dominate those relationships and that can be easily understood because if you are from a home where male authority was very threatening to you, then it makes sense that you would not feel comfortable in a relationship where there is, there is functional male authority or male authority that's expressed in a healthy way. Any kind of expression of authority by a male figure can become very threatening. So in romantic relationships what you will find is that women who are the rebellious uh fit the rebellious uh type who have uh, women who have a controlling father and became rebellious that they will not take well to criticisms in relationships any kind of criticism by a ma- by a male figure can be seen Will be seen as a threat. And so these women will not uh, function well in homes where men seek to assert themselves in healthy ways. And so in the process of dating, they will. They will weed out the guys who have healthy leadership abilities. They will gravitate more to the ones who will give over their self-autonomy to them. Because, you see, these women do not feel safe with men who are who are strong, men who who exerts themselves in a healthy way. And don't get me wrong here. I'm not talking about men who dominate women. No, I'm talking about a healthy relationship between adults where you will have discussion and, and a male partner can say, what do you think about this? This is what I think. And you can bounce ideas off each other and come up with, 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 with solutions and, and agreement. No, those kinds of assertive attitude can be seen as a threat and she expects that a male partner should do what she wants. and we, As I said before, we see an example of this in the story in the in in the story in kings between the book of kings between Jezebel and king Ahab. Michael will be right back. You have been listening to the Live Transformation Show where award-winning psychotherapist Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services has been using the scripture from Genesis 29 to 31 to speak on Adult Daughters of Controlling Fathers Part 2 You can find out more about us at elimcounselingministry.com where you can also make a donation to this Christ-centered ministry Your donations help us to stay on the air and to provide subsidized counseling to those who can't afford it Back to Michael. Now, let's go back a little and talk about what this looks like in the, in the relationship between the mom and the daughter who is rebellious. The daughter who is rebellious from a young age pities her mom. She feels her mom's pain because in the household, the mom is usually dominated by and manipulated and because this this daughter is strong-willed she is hurting inside by seeing this dynamic play out in her household. And so many of these women at a very young age make a a secret vow that they will never be controlled and manipulated by a man the way that their mother was manipulated. But the problem is that because of this strong aversion and this fear of being manipulated and controlled, they often go too far to the other extreme where they end up being controlling or they end up being manipulative. But where, where this relationship with the mother is concerned in the household, because the mother is passive, because the other siblings in the household are, are passive or, are vying for the father's love and attention. The, the, the rebellious daughter will carry the anger of everyone else in the household. So she will express the anger that the mother is not expressing. She will express the anger that the daughter who is the favorite is secretly hiding inside, and she will express the the anger that the passive daughter is not expressing and so these chit these these women these daughters in these household at a younger age will be ex will will be exhibiting so much anger that it will be seen as a problem. But the reason for that is that the daughter, the rebellious daughter is carrying the anger that the mother should, should rightfully have because, because of how she's been controlled and manipulated, manipulated. And because she is not, that anger has to come out somewhere. So these children are often seen as problem children. They're often seen as, you know, something is wrong. Why are they so rebellious and so angry. But the reason that they are is because the anger are, that should be expressed by others in the household are not being expressed. So they're angry because of how they see everyone else being, being treated. And so this creates tension in the household, as I said before. And so because of this feeling of anger and And because these daughters are too young to do anything about this anger that they're feeling, the tendency is that this will lead to depression. Many of these women who are or who are rebellious, who rebels against the control and manipulation of their father, end up developing depression or other mental illness. in other words, the the emotions that they're feeling is resulting in, In stress, they have stress hormones that they're, that is flowing in their blood all the time. And as a result, it compromises the functioning of their body, sometimes leading to their brain chemistry being out of control. And so they they may develop depression, they they may develop anxiety, they may develop phobias, they may develop, and if they have the genes for schizophrenia in their family, that gene may be activated because of the fact that they have so much intense emotion over what is going on in the household. So there is a tendency in these these, uh, women, these rebellious women, that they, they tend towards depression, the anger leads to depression. But because of this feeling that life is out of control. And because of this feeling that they're not able to do anything about it at, at a young age, that need for power has to be demonstrated in some way. So what we'll find in many of these women who are rebellious is that at a young age, they will become the bullies at school. They, and, and these women, they're not... Uh, the, they're, they're not vicious. They're just hurting. Many of these bullies that are taking, that bullies that are bullying others on the school, on the playground or at school, it is because they are powerless and they're, they're hurting. And so they need to express their power somewhere. And this power comes out towards their peers or sometimes towards their younger siblings. That anger that I talk about that they're carrying, uh, for everyone in the household that are not Expressing appropriate anger sometimes comes out that towards younger siblings. And the adults in the family sometimes wondering, what's wrong with this person? Why is this child so rebellious? Why are they so angry? They, they are that way because, number one, they are strong-willed. But number two, they are carrying the emotions and expressing the emotions that are not being expressed by others. So we see bullying as a way of exerting that control but controls can also be exerted by by uh manifestations of certain types of mental illnesses. a child who needs to 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 gain control over their life that they're that if they in which they feel powerless and and feel as if everything is in chaos around them can turn to Uh, Can become OCD, for example. And so, OCD, this arranging of things in a certain order or doing things in a certain manner, can be a way of saying, I am trying to get control of my life. I may not be able to control my father, who is controlling and manipulative. I might not be able to do anything about my mom, who is acting in this passive way. I can feel her pain and I can see her suffering and I can't do anything about it, but I can organize my room in a certain way. I can organize the bookshelf in a certain way. And they may feel great anxiety if the room is not left the way that they want it to be. And sometimes uh, this... Control can also take the form of eating disorders. Eating disorders is a way of saying I might not be able to control anything else that is happening in my life, but I can certainly control my food intake and control the way I look. The problem with eating disorder is that because it is not really about uh, food and it's not really about the the, the person's uh, the rebellious daughter's appearance. Uh, Uh, Eating disorder will get out of control to a point where a child can become seriously ill because you see that a child will never be skinny enough. A, A child who is using food as a means of control will never be skinny enough to deal with the emotional pain that they're feeling. But we also see that in in, in rebellious daughters, this rebellion might come out uh, towards church leadership as well, or they might have nothing, they might want nothing to do with the church because the church is seen as a sort of, of control uh, system where they are being told what to do, they have rules to follow, and that Uh, makes them feel controlled and any kind of control to them can be a a sort of trigger. So these women will move away from from church sometimes totally or if they're in church, the rebellion will play out in different ways in the church such as gossiping, such as trying to subvert the authority of those in leadership. And these people are not evil people people they are hurting people who needs help to to get over the control and manipulation that they have suffered all their lives so there you have it the the rebellious daughter next week we will look at the passive daughter as well as give tips as to what you can do to navigate your relationship with a controlling father. And so if you are new to this show, I want to let you know that we're on the air every Monday morning at 9.30 and also that you can access this show. If you have missed a part of it, you can access it in its entirety by going to our YouTube channel, elimcounselingministry.com Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. You can also access our webpage where you can find out how to contact us. And you can read a lot more about some articles that have been written on topics like these and other topics as well we also want to remind you that we are not for-profit organization that counts on your support to stay on the air if you have not contributed towards this ministry as yet please consider doing so you can find the means of doing so through our website or or through our youtube videos So, until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services, praying that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.